All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Sometimes the pre-show is more fun than the actual show. Did they hear that part? No. I was was not recording what I just said. How about the laughing part? Well, yeah, the laughing part. Okay, good. I was recording. <laughs> if you want to know what I was laughing Excellent. about, listen to yesterday's episode of Real Life, and you'll you'll find it. You'll oh find my it. god, that was so funny! <laughs> oh, so you isolated the audio for me, like yeah. I asked you to. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna beat it to death. Oh, <laughs> did you did you hear it, Rick? No, he just said it, and I heard what he said, and then like that thing you just said also yeah. works with it, and that's it really. I'll, I'll play it for you after. This it's is getting good. even it's better really and better good. and better. Welcome into the pod, everybody. Absolutely. She likes having the dog in the bed too. I kick him out before I come. <laughs> but then we paused for like three seconds. Yeah, because you're laughing. Well, because Chalmers stopped talking. We always like looked at each other and like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. Oh boy. All right, let's get to business. It is time for Royal Nation Radio. Enough talk about real life. Enough talk about Chalmers dog etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> Chalmers etiquette. All I care about is Mike etiquette on this podcast. <laughs> We've got a new thing going on. So I'm going to tell you the listener off the jump. If you hear any of us off mic, you hit us up. We're going to shame each other publicly for poor Mike etiquette because yep. we feel like the audio has been a little bit off to the side sometimes, a little bit back in the middle, and then off to the side. That, one, that one didn't count, though. That was just a test, people. Yeah, you don't have to let us know about that. You don't let us know about that one. Just make sure you're paying attention. Oh, That's a good shade. levels. 145 mark. Bag milk was a little off mic. So we're going to come up with a public punishment for this mm-hmm. poor Mike etiquette. But first, before we get there, I want to give you a quick rundown of what's coming with our friends at Wendy's. The Wendy's Daily Face-Off Survivor Pool is coming next week. 
Nice. Cannot wait to play this game. Very, very much looking forward to it. Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year. And and for our friends at Daily Faceoff, for those of you who smoke at the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you savoring the true taste of victory. But if your fantasy team doesn't deliver you the W, get the new Wendy's barbecue bacon cheeseburger delivered to your door instead so you won't have to show anyone your very real tears. We had a bunch of those burgers yesterday at the office. Delish. The barbecue ones. I'm not a big barbecue guy. Wait, 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 wait. Boy, barbecue boy. sauce, barbecue, barbecue, like what you cook on. Uh, what are we referring to? Sauce. Barbecue and foot massage. Well, hey, everyone knows I'm a big guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was de- a delicious burger. I love delightful. the crunch that they have on there. <laughs> Lovely. For our friends at Wendy's, it is time for the delicious debate. I'm turning it over to Tyler Uramchuk. What have you got for us today, sir? Liam, flash that bad boy up on the screen. Scale of one to ten, how confident are you that things will turn around? Ten. Okay. I was going to start with you because you're a resident positive thinker about the Oilers, but out there. All right, listen, I'm fully on board. It's a ten. It's guaranteed a ten. But I'm angry right now. I'm on the I'm on a like I'm on the edge of something, but I will never fall to a not on the bandwagon situation. This team will bounce back, but I'm very frustrated right now. What I will say is that our bandwagon's got a little bit more leg room than it did two yep. a couple of weeks ago. We no need Dorman on this damn bags. thing. We need Dorman on this. So if you get off, there's no getting back on. This is like Rogers. You want to go outside for a smoke? Go ahead. You ain't getting back in though. Unless you're bag milk. That yeah. tool. You know what? I got my ways. I dig it. I, I leave. I come back. Get back up to the sweet level. Wait, it goes. <laughs> Who is on the opposite end of ten? I'm not on. I'm not at all one. I also think you know. Let's talk about what's what, your number then. Well, that's the opposite end of ten. I'm not. I know, but I'm. Anybody, I think I'm going to be. What's your number? Six and a half. Who's anybody lower? No, I no. I'm, Liam? No, I'm not. Lower. I'm not either. Okay, go ahead, Todd. Mister Negative. <laughs> <laughs> what is turning it around? How confident am I that this team is going to go on a long playoff run this year and win the Stanley Cup? Not as confident as I was 10 days ago or 12 days ago or 13, 14, 15, 16 days ago. 16 days since the start of the season. So indecisive. (laughs) I'm just not that confident anymore because I'm looking at a team that had no excuse to come out of the gates as flat as they have in this season. Not just game to game this season. No excuse. Training camp was long. You're the same team, more or less, as last year. There should be no chemistry issues. There should be nothing. Even this whole like new defensive zone system. Ooh, you worked on it for a month in training camp. No excuses. And the fact that this team's doing this right now, it just it has me seriously questioning what kind of team they can be. Alternate theory: Captain skates tired the boys up. A little sleepy. Mm-hmm. Alternate theory: They're trying to help our pockets. I don't know what they were to start, but right now, plus 1400 to win the cup. I'm not touching that. Because you wanted to go higher. Sure. No, because that involves more losing. I want no more pain. I... Yeah, I'm, really I'm just, you know, I, I think, you know, it's all, this team's not going to miss the playoffs or anything crazy like that. You know, he brought himself down to a nice level that like he's making me feel good right now. Right. They're not going to miss the playoffs or anything crazy like that. But it's hard to feel inspired about their chances of being up with the Vegases and the Colorados right now, isn't it? Yes and no. This team is almost identical to what they were last year. And they didn't be Vegas. 
but they should have. And I know, and I know you can't really do that, but that's fine. I don't care about that. But uh, they were much better back then and they easily could have beat Vegas. Yeah. I they easily could have beat Vegas, right? There was, yeah. There's bad luck in that. This team. is almost the exact same team. We've done this every year. And I said this to Wanye yesterday. Maybe he said it to me. I don't know. We're doing what we do in January or December. Maybe it was actually Jared. I don't know. We're doing it right now though. So they can still yeah. go one thirteen and one right now. Was it was? Oh, yeah. No, it definitely wasn't. I, was. I said that on. They can still go one thirteen yeah. and one, and I'd still think that you know what we can still bounce out of this and and win the cup, make the playoffs, and all that all that stuff. One thirteen and one would be really. So, ugly. But that's what it was. That's what it was. Then two years ago, right, right around Christmas, that we went one thirteen and one. Oh yeah, I think there, there was is. that stretch. There's one eleven and one, one thirteen and one, something like that. That was that's what it was. Yeah, it not last year, the year before. Yeah, that was right before the pandemic. Coach too, and but on top of that too, like hmm? we talk about like. Goaltending's not been What's great. your number? Uh, I think I'm like a seven and a half-ish. Like, I think this team's going to be fine ultimately. But right now, like, the issues they're having at the moment are somewhat similar to what they had against Vegas as well in some regards too, except they were actually able to score goals a little bit more consistently. But, like, defensive lapses, goaltender's not making saves when you need to. It's like, okay, like, how long is this just going to go on before somebody does something about it? Like, and I, I'm not suggesting trading guys or something like that, but just like players stepping up and playing well. The way they can, yeah. the way we expect. Right now it's been, how many games was Vegas? Six. And then also against LA, they weren't amazing. They were, they but were they're playing. finding ways to win. They found ways to win. So I guess that's a positive out of it. So it's been 11 games now. Yeah. But when you combine last season and this season, a very below average Edmonton Oilers hockey. And I don't think that's a good thing. If they don't figure out how to play hard on Sunday, then I think we've got a real problem on our hands here. We're going to definitely talk about the Heritage Classic a little bit for sure, because that's coming up on Sunday. Dan, what's your number? Where are you at? Nine and a half. Yes. I do believe that this, I mean, the reality is, is this team is too good to not turn around. But the question is, is it going to be a turnaround of the St. Louis Blues from years ago where they came from the barrel, bottom barrel of the basement and <laughs> we're, right there, we're pretty the much there right now. But that was in January. Yes, it was in January that they were at the bottom of the barrel. Yes. Are we going to continue down this path for a while? I don't think so. No. I but but. In saying all that, last night was the first game I've been able to attend this season, uh, and it's the first time I've been able to see this team play since before the playoffs last year. And there was a couple of times last night where I was transported back to the decade of darkness, and I I felt that just despair of this team in the offensive zone couldn't even put put two or three plays together, passes together, to be able to have some structure set up. And that was with our best players on the ice. So... Yeah, our I, best I, players I, and Matthias Janmark. Well, uh, here you go. That, and actually, the one, the <laughs> one that I am having a bit of PTSD right this second was when Janmark got the puck on the friggin' on the goal line and couldn't do something with yeah. it. It it was He's it was hard. It's hard to watch. It's really hard to watch. And then Zach Hyman came out and said it afterwards. This is an offensive team, and we're talking about defensive struggles, and we're talking about goaltending struggles, but we're also talking about the offensive struggles. Yeah. There is just nothing good on this team right That's now. That's what I said. That's what I've been saying though. Like I know everyone that you look at this you want this save you want that save i still not even looking at the goaltenders yet 
Yeah. They actually made saves in the last couple of games. We're like, holy shit. Yeah. Did the they team did. come back and of reward them for it? No, they did not. I, I texted the group chat last night. I said, those are that, that second goal was a glitch goal. We've seen that in EA Sports where they've yeah. had to shut that shit down. 94. And the Edmonton Oilers couldn't do it. So that was frustrating for me. The, the adjustments, it's just the pieces of just tweaks. Seeing that emotion from this team to see, to have that feeling of, yeah, I've got nine and a half that they're coming back. I still believe that they're coming back, but man, oh man. Man, is it despair time right now? It's tough, and then they they, they, they don't seem to be very offensive. The, lot, the first time we actually had some some something going for us was I think it was almost the third period when it was the McLeod line. But even I'd argue then, that was the best line all night last night. Here's my problem with them though is like, year, but they can't score. I know yeah, they can't score. score. It's yeah. not it's not been seven games of like every game. You're like, damn, they're buzzing and getting some looks, mm-hmm. and then that don't count for shit, especially zone. right yeah. now. And then you just yeah. sit there and you go, okay. Three games, four games, five games. You're kind of like, you know what? You eventually pucks will go in if you keep doing this. And now you're sitting there going, oh no, they j- actually just might have no touch. They can't score. Ryan McLeod, I said today, might as well be playing with his stick upside down. And I think that's golly wally. Oh, that's a Mike. <laughs> that's a Mike. Yeah, that's, that's definitely correct. like that corrected. He's breaking these arms. <laughs> you look at it, and we all think that Ryan McLeod's going to be this like 15 goal scorer in the league or whatever, but he's like never been a goal scorer. Dylan Holloway has two goals this, in his career, I think. And then Connor Brown is still recovering and whatever. He actually had a decent game yesterday, I thought, in he front had of the two, net. Two, three really good looks. He's just going to get that time, and then it'll be there. But like, I just don't think our line's going to score. And I I think Woodcroft has got to change it around. I think he should have changed it around before yesterday. I think Fogel should have played in that first line instead of Yanmark. And I know Fogel had a chance as well early in the period. But like, what if it wasn't Yanmark who had that shot in the first period? But okay, but my counterpoint to that, Liam, is it doesn't matter if they're not going to work hard. Yes. Like but You could do whatever line combos you want. Okay, you can do that. But your two best chances came in the opening five minutes. If they score one of those, then I know this. But they scored of, both of them against Winnipeg and still choked because, it. Uh, I would say one man choked it. And there's other guys on the team that are not. There's other guys on the team that are not scoring either. And I, yeah, I still don't. Yeah, yeah, I can't get into that. But but like, so I agree with what you're saying, Liam. But at the same time, for those players, even even if even if you don't think McLeod is going to ever score again do the right things to get the puck towards the net for other things to happen. And that's the piece that's missing for me with that, with that line and with this team on offense in general, what I not even going out the net. What yes, I, yeah, I'm I agree. tag onto what Dan just said there in my three key things are post game article that I posted this morning at OthersNation.com. They're still not getting greasy enough for my liking in the offensive zone. If you are struggling like this, you have to peel it right back to the wood. You have to bring it back to basics, get some traffic in front of the goalie. I mean, they were fucking playing Jonathan Quick last night and they made him look like he was 2012 Jonathan Quick. Get some traffic in front of the net, get to the crease, hack away, clean up the garbage. The weather's not doing any of that right now. There's a bunch of shots coming from like fluttering in from the top of the circle. Nobody in the goalie's eyes. You're not going to score at this level like that unless it's a complete fluke. And those guys like that second line, pretty much anybody not 97 or 29. It's on you guys right now. Like, I'm sorry. Zach's got to score more. Nuge has to score more. Yep, he's Kane's got to score four more. Games the point for RNH. All these guys need to score more. We're doing the exact like so. Even when we t- say this is the same thing that happened against Vegas in the playoffs, it was because we could not score outside of twenty seven and nine or ninety seven and twenty nine. Yep. So right now, the issues with this team are 
Everything. Well, no, the three issues. Yeah, power play sucks. Order are, well, obviously McDavid not being there. Big bit of an issue. <laughs> the depth scoring isn't scoring. We're having defensive issues in the zone, and the goalies aren't making saves necessarily when you need them. But so we, exactly we shouldn't. Yeah, no? sort of. But we should not need our goalies. To, and I, I'm not saying you don't need, but we I need our goalie. We need our goalies to make saves. And I think they have. But the rest of the team is not doing what not doing anything with him. Look at that second period by Jack Campbell the other game. That dude made a whole bunch of stupid saves. Uh, Skinner threw out his leg yesterday. I don't even know. What, that hurt my goddamn groin. Yeah, he played very well ripped. yesterday. Yeah, very that's good. what I'm very saying, well. though. We're getting yeah, our goal. T- not the problem. We're getting our goaltending now. And yes, you know, he can save this and save that. And I saw somebody say, oh, we need a damn save. We need to play the with the puck outside of our damn crease. We're terrible it, it everywhere right now. He's saying we need a damn save, though, for what it's worth. We need another save. But we, uh, you can give, me, you can give me 1998 fucking Hasek right now, and it's not going to change anything. Yeah. The thing that I said last night on After Dark was... Listen, you can point at Stu all you want, which didn't make sense last night to me at all. If you score zero goals, you're not winning the game. Your goaltender's not scoring any goals. Well, 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 has Stu considered (laughs) that play from what is that? Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks two with the knuckle puck. That's true. Just putting that out there Fire from the other end. Mm -hmm. Rasmus Anderson did it to Mike Smith. Why doesn't he do it to another goalie? Just saying. Yep. Flutter puck. For my answer for the delicious debate, I think I'm coming in somewhere around a seven. I still feel like the Oilers are going to turn it around. This team's way too good for the results they're getting, but it needs to happen like now because I'm tired of going to bed pissed off. Yeah, I'm with you. Man. I'm getting angry. Like I'm seeing like scrums around the net and then some like little five foot eight dude from the Rangers like laughing at our players. I almost threw my damn phone through the wall. Yeah. Nothing wrong with being five foot eight though. You're like six foot seven. What are you talking about? (laughs) I don't know. Look at this guy standing up for them. His feet are bigger than five foot eight. That's for low tide. They actually kind of are. Yeah. See, it's taller than Jared. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, Jared, take a trap. Sorry, Jared. (laughs) Sales guy, Jared. (laughs) I want to know what your number is. Not your real life number. That's a different number. Yeah, come on. That's in the negatives these days, quite frankly. I want to know. Oilers are playing like they're shriveled up. Uh huh. <laughs> I want to know what you're. How confident are you that things will turn around? Out of ten, what's your number? Hit us up, Owen Radio Podcast, Twitter and Instagram, or just tag us all on Twitter, or whatever it's called. These days. Yeah, if you tag all five of us in a post, we'll probably see it. One of us will see it. Well, not, Le- not Liam. There's nothing that no, makes Liam me laugh more than when someone will like have an Oilers take. They'll be like, I think we should trade for this guy. And then they'll go and it's like at Bob Stoffer, at Ryan Rashog, at Jason Greger. And they at like 13 members of the Edmonton media. It's like, damn, you really needed to get this off your chest. All right. Someone's got to see it and take yeah. it to Holland. Somebody's but got it. When you look at those, when you look at the mentions, you get to see the ranking in which those media members are that they want the answer from. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you get to, you get to see the true colors of people there. I don't know if one was actually, I think they just like, when they're angry, just like, who can I think of? Who can I think of? Oh, that guy. And who else? Um, oh, that guy. And who uh, that one. And yeah. I want to look at last night's game again. It is up. I don't. Number, Owen radio a podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Well, we have to Rick. That's All right, fine. <laughs> well, do you want to go over the Minnesota game instead? Yeah, no, I, I think I pushed that one further out of my mind. It's like, did we play them? No, I thought the take that got me in trouble there is I like, listen, Jack Campbell made some great saves. Yep. Yeah. He still was not good in that game. He made a couple of mistakes in the third period, but the team at that point, like you, they're not helping. They're not helping the goaltenders. And I, I just, and I, I, I understand completely where, you know, you need to save and all that fun stuff, but the team in front of them is not earning that right now. I know. I just feel like 
my stance was, I think we're jaded from however many years it's been of never having an elite goalie that like the third period against Minnesota, they were like the Washington generals. Yeah, they did. I think our, like, I know the numbers are probably down, but if you like watch goaltending that we had with Smith and Miko and now I honestly don't think is that much different. Whoa. But I know the, num- the numbers are, the numbers are, the numbers probably aren't the same, but if you're just watching and you're like, like there were, right there were plays by Miko. You're like, Oh my. And sure. we saw a couple of those. We saw a game where he allowed in the first four shots of the game. Dude, we thought that in the was first hilarious. Sh- memorable. Unbelievable. I'll never forget. That's Le- where I diagnosed him as Lico costume. Yeah. Yep. But as a counter to Rick, <laughs> but like when Mike Smith got hot, he was very funny. hundred percent, hundred percent. But this team in front of him was playing a hell of a lot better too. Yeah, to a same, point. Same kind of deal with Talbot for stretches, but we haven't had an elite goaltender since Dwayne. But Dwayne Rolson was good for two months, <laughs> right? Like it, it was the regular season that year was not good for. We, for no, no, he, but he didn't. It. He didn't come till like the deadline. deadline but which, the end of that year wasn't good for him here. No, right? it was signed, not. We signed Javi Bulin. With, at that was a terrible play. Toilet noise. We. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm trying to go through like, any like. When was last Cujo? That's probably the last time we've had an elite goaltender. Hold so. on, hold on. Tommy, Tommy Salo, Salo, Kevin, okay, a little bit sorry. of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah Salo. Up until Tommy the Belarus Salo, shot between the eyeballs, was he, he was elite, good. Though, or are, was he, he was our national Oilers goaltender. Fans. He was our national team goaltender. He was the best. Sweden's, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. He was elite. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, except fair. that, you know, that thing that happened. Yeah, the Belarus right between the eyeballs and... <laughs> eeks. Pop skyward. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Well, yeah, it's downward spiral after that. Um, but yeah. right, I just feel like it's a natural reflex for other times. Like, well, you know, like we can't keep blaming the goaltending. He's got to be the team in front of them. Yeah. If your goalie gives up six goals, you can blame him. You can blame him. That's a lot of goals to give up in today's NHL. How many other are high danger? And I know you don't have it right now, but well, but I know like they're high, like high. I'm what, what, what should be your number? What should be your say percentage on high danger chances? Oh, Rick. Oh, Rick. Yes. Thank you for walking me into this. You're welcome. The Oilers high danger save percentage heading. Into I know, the okay. I know it's what terrible. You, what should it be? Well, let me, let me okay, get my, okay. it was 620. Is that bad? Or sorry, 640. Second worst in the entire NHL. So you're stopping 64% of the shots. Is that bad? It is bad. What's the best? Second best or sorry. Second worst was Pittsburgh at a 720, almost a full 100 points. Okay. What's the, what's the best? The best one I looked was Demko for 28 for 28. Yeah. Um, he stopped every single. There are, there are only six teams in the NHL who have a high danger save percentage as a team below 800, and the Oilers are almost below 600. Now, okay, what 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 about attempts and whatnot? Like, do so we that have is bad? It is bad. Oh, the bad. Oilers <laughs> give up scoring chances at five on five, according to Natural Statric, heading into the game against the Rangers. The Oilers give up scoring chances at the sixth best rate in the league. So there's five is, teams worse. Five? No, no. Only five teams better. Ah. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, I please. was hoping that that's what the statistic was trying to say. <laughs> no. no I, when, when Greg Wyshynski put this yeah. out yesterday morning, yeah, it was okay. kind of like, oh. So there's four goalies in the NHL who have a, a perfect record. Oh, perfect. I can chances. see the list. Oh, two, two of them have four, four hiding. Two saves. of them, arguably, we made yeah, the careers uh, of. Stolars and Lucas Dostal. And how many shots do they have? They've remember? only faced four. So I don't Anaheim care about guys. four. Well, you may as well. We give up four in a fucking period. You may remember this gentleman <laughs> from last night, but Jonathan Quick has stopped 17 of 17. I don't hmm. know if any of those came last night. I'd be shocked if they did. Uh, well, Yadmark had one for sure. 
Thatcher Demko is 30 for 30. Five on five high danger save percentage. The best team in the league is Calgary at a 923 as a How unit. How is that possible? Calgary's five. just as bad as Edmonton. But yet their team save percentage. <laughs> Their team save percentage is worst in the league. So they're only giving up low danger goals. <laughs> Demko is so, Mastrom is ow. 30 for 32. Sorry. So man. allow the the layman in the room to just ask, like, what is a high danger scoring chance? It, it is it is vague. It's and, terrible. And it's like, not a great stat. Is this because the moves everywhere? Is this because the Edmonton Oilers let people walk down Main Street every game? Yes. Got it. That's why I don't right? 100 percent agree with Tyler's evaluation of, of Tuesday Tuesday's game. Because it's like, okay, well, when Evan Bouchard turns the puck over right into the slot, everyone's broken down at that yeah. point. And it's not Jack Campbell's fault. And, and that's where, two goals but there are two goals. Campbell there's one he couldn't, there's one that jumped out of his stomach rebound. and then the other yeah, one the got pushed through him or something like yeah, that. But that sixth back. one, was, what was the score at that point? 5-4. Oh, never mind. Take it back. <laughs> it was back. It was a bit of a bad. Yeah. And, and where there is a flaw in that stat, and that's like why maybe we shouldn't that's put terrible. too much stock into it, is if a guy does a wraparound and the goalie's there the whole time and he jams it into his pads twice, that's technically two high danger saves. Mm. A Connor McDavid breakaway is weighted the same as that. A defenseman throwing a pizza up the middle and giving a guy a wide open look is weighted the same as that. So it's not a perfect stat. At all. I've said this before that we got scored on by, uh, I think it was the Islanders, um, Barzell couple, last year or two years ago. Dude was between the space off circles in the slot, sniped a corner. And that was not a high danger oh, chance. Yeah. That was the one I was trying to think of too. And I was like, well, at this point, like it, it's, it's a flawed stat, but when, you lock and it's that bad. It does give you a bit of an idea. Still. Yeah. Like you can, you can read between the lines. Like Ryan Nugent Hopkins the other night was, was minus four against the Minnesota wild. But when Ooh. you actually go back and look at the goals, it's not really involved in the play at all. So it's but we're breaking like almost every one of our goals, man. There's been like four mistakes before the, even yeah. the fucking, I think match. it just really speaks to the quality of the giveaways that we give. <laughs> yeah. They are fucking top tier. I'll what? tell you that when much. Edmonton gives away the puck. We're giving it away in a high priority spot. Thanksgiving every week in Edmonton. Yes. Like I got it. <laughs> Tuesday had to be one of the weirdest games I've ever seen from a defenseman in that. When do you ever see a guy get three points, which Bouchard did, and then be involved in four or five goals the other way? It was just one of the weirdest. Well, it's every mistake Mike he Green. makes. It's the Mike Green yeah. days of, of offensive defensemen where they just throw caution to the wind in their own end. And yeah. Well, that's not even it. They're making mistakes. Just flat out bad plays like that thing in the court that thing that came out of the corner i mean that's that's not on defensive structure that's not on anything other than one individual player needs to pick up that puck properly period he had all kinds of time too yeah and he just made a flat out made a mistake that's why this is not and i know the gm could be better i know maybe the coaches could be better or whatever but this right now is on anybody wearing skates needs to look in the damn mirror and put it on themselves to fix this nobody else is going to fix this what did you yeah. guys think of the comments from last night's game which comment? i thought that Waz's tweet about it was pretty hilarious pretty funny. what did he say the Oilers have more post-game F-bombs in the media than they do third-period goals. <laughs> Terrible, but good. I don't mind that. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see these guys fucking pissed yeah, off. They should be. Yes. They absolutely should. Show it. I don't want to see the, well, you know, I, this, that. Yes. Liam, what Liam said, I want them to be pissed off on the ice. That's yeah, no, that's, that's fair. That too. That's my piece is that, yeah, we, you know, uh, I think it was RCN, aka RCN, put it out there that, the, the Calgary and the Edmonton sound bites are sounding awfully similar right now. The difference for me is that you're talking about a cup contender versus a team that 
is trying to make the playoffs. A playoff hoper. And 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 the statements are almost identical. It's the we don't give a fuck right now. Can't believe that the team or I don't blame the fans for not giving a fuck right now. And it I don't know. That's just killing me. I don't know. I wish I could remember who it was to give them credit because it made me laugh. They just had a screenshot of like the Google scores, like Flames 3-0 to St. Louis, oh. Oilers 3-0 to the Rangers and it just goes, I am enjoying Alberta hockey. (laughs) (laughs) Why can't we have anything fucking nice? Finally, the flames are playing like garbage. We should be playing the best and enjoying this. And instead we got to watch this and I can't even enjoy the flames fucking being a flat tire right now. It's terrible. I saw it is really bad. I can't enjoy any of their. No. And when Calgary's playing their best, what the fuck are we? We're the bottom. They can enjoy it. Why the fuck can't we? Previewing the Heritage Classic and it's just two toilets on strings. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> so good. I saw that too. <laughs> Amazing. First of all, those TikToks are bangers. They're totally. so good. I sent one to Bank Milk a few weeks ago. Now my algorithm's full of it. I love it. I love good it. It's a great meme. Or they'll do like bottles of booze that swing at each other. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, you're dropping on the Oh, I like that guy too. He's a good one. Last night, I brought back the Here Come the Oilers hashtag on oh, Twitter. <laughs> it was arguably the most fun I've had all season. Nice. I don't want to have fun right now. I had to make my own fun last night. Yes. Like what he was at the game. So I'm on the I'm on the daddy account and I'm just like, I need to tell jokes because I'm crying inside. Yeah, I don't know how you guys deal with that. Humor is coping, Rick. How I deal with it is by bringing back a hashtag be dead and gone. (sighs) Maybe that's what I'll do. I still have the the hoodie at home. You have any others? No. Decade of darkness. Oh, I've got one. I don't want to pull it back out. I love that hoodie. No, no. I think we have to somehow <sighs> sacrifice them. Well, we got him. I burned my effigy. I burned my Doug Waite hat during the second intermission of Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals, and it didn't help us. So, did he even play in that game? No, but he was a part of the Carolina Hurricanes, and I, I thought he was going to make a joke about it yesterday. Yeah, I did too. I honestly thought he was going to shout it out. And then he was kind of funny. And then there was a point where he was like, you know, like I want a Stanley Cup in my career. Or I thought he was going to be like. Sorry about that. Yeah. I, you know what? I liked his, his, his speech. It's kind of funny. And then it was like, like what? Sorry, boys. I know you guys hate this. Yeah. Yeah. Like to the guy, like I, that's fun. Just his mic work, their mic work inspired me to be better on my mic. I was hoping that at some point, both Billy Garen and Doug Waite were going to hit the ice. Put the jerseys on? Hmm? Could he? No offense to Dougie. I'd rather have Billy in there right now because I think that's a guy who's going to bring a bit of the, what I'm feeling. I just can't wait for the Doug and Bill podcast brought to you by the Those two are adorable. In 10 years. They're the best. We the just best. need Bill Garner to stop being such a damn good GM. Once he gets fired, we're we can get in there. That is have, just, we, have we offered him a job opportunity yet? Some of the best audio I've heard from Bill. Listen, I know you're busy trying to build a cup contender podcast. <laughs> way less stress. What time did you get up in the morning? I guarantee it's later than he got up. Well, when he's at work, um, probably, yeah. His hours will be reduced. More family time. Right. Yep. Probably. Well, very little on the weekends. Every good NHL GM needs a side hustle. No real travel. Yeah. Speaking of a side hustle, why not deliver with DoorDash? Ding dong. Ding dong. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% 
off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. That's 25% off up to $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code NATION25. Don't forget, that's the code NATION25. Gets you 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Offer valid in Canada, subject to change. There are terms that do apply. This is going to be a difficult one, boys. Since our last podcast hasn't exactly gone well for our beloved Edmonton Oilers, they've given up ten goals, scored five. No, not 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 good. Yeah, not a, not what you're always looking for. So for our friends at DoorDash, though, now we got to put our thinking caps on, and you need to tell me who delivered. Who delivered for our friends at DoorDash, Liam? What do you got? Um, <laughs> I think we just asked you the most difficult math equation ever. Skinner uh, last night. Delivered, I would say. The Rangers actually had to beat him with good goals. I think that was the only positive takeaway for me from last night was that the Rangers had to score legit goals to beat the Oilers. Who's next? Dan, what you got? Who delivered? For a guy that spent almost the entire season last year on the trade block, uh, or the proverbial trade block, Warren Fogle has uh, yep. continued to show at least flourishes of of some some good stuff there. Has also had some issues, but uh, he's delivered on some positives, which he didn't have a lot of last year. Rick, who delivered? DoorDash. I ordered food. Oh. It was really good. Thank Did you. you. Yeah. yeah, I ordered some uh, Wendy's Nuggos on DoorDash. It was delicious. Ding dong. That's By the way, synergy. that was another part of the thing that I had the most fun last night is I was just like, I threw out a question. I was tired of the oil or something. Like, How many nuggets do you think you could eat in a single city? I think I could do 40. Oh, depends. I, um, like I said, it depends on who's. I'm a Wendy's tiny nuggets. boy. Wendy's? Yeah, I could. Yeah, you get, like I said, we get multiple sauces, multiple sauces, different flavors. You don't get bored of mm-hmm. 50. Think so? I thought I'm north of 50. Yeah. They're a little bit smaller. Maybe 12. As a guy, a tiny ate, dummy. 12. I ate an entire pizza in less than two minutes. I'm going to say 100. I bet I could probably do more than 50, actually. So we get some. I think that. Do we have that anything else to discuss? So can we just get the Wendy's? Part of the plan <laughs> where yeah, we order in a bunch of Wendy's nuggets into the office and we see how many people can eat. Just It'd be disgusting, up. but I want to see it. And then we'll Oh, yeah. We could do it during a podcast. Just oh, have a body count, like a live body count going up behind you, yeah. too. How many nuggies you put on? ASMR away? podcast. Oh, yeah. You like the hot dog eating competition. <laughs> Delightful. Yep. I always listen to it on the radio. <laughs> well we're on youtube come on now something new there tyler tyler for doordash who delivered lane peterson two goals in three bakersfield games uh wonder if he could deliver up here do you know what he did on tuesday was hit an open net pretty big of him yeah pretty big of him uh adam ernie couldn't so sorry Liam. kind of the ocean right now i think they should take 21 away from him I think they should. I think they should take his jersey away. That's like the new Woody inspirational. <laughs> I think he, I think his key numbers. card should stop working. Oh, the old the the, the, the old Jets James Harden they call that. Oh, yeah. the old Jets the, the yeah, old Jets Jam- video when Jamal he couldn't get in. Adams. So how about this? How about this? So we uh, we ship him back to Baco, and then we uh, send out a little telegram out to Finland and see if we can't stop find a six foot four right handed shot Finnish player for league minimum. I was going to say my guy who delivered is uh, yes, Puliarvi's Halloween costume. I thought Timu Hotskainen was in the cage. Uh, he's a le- he's a left-handed shot and probably uh, not no much way. more than five There's foot eleven. No way Yari Curry is coming out of retirement to help us. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, yes, he's like, going to come help this thing. Out. Not no, actually, fine. Yeah, good right. Uh, 
Uncle Yessie? I'll take you, Winsu. That's a big body, man. Wow. Look at that big fin named Yessie. Oh, Pugliarvi? No, Yoensu. Yeah, the other one. Listen, if we can't bring back Gaetan Haas right now, when do we bring back Gaetan Haas? Honestly, Gaetan Haas is a better hockey player than either one of Ernie or Derek Ryan. Uh, yeah, I, was, I didn't Tyler, want to. Derek Ryan's question, not having a good would start. Would you bring back dry toast right now? No. <laughs> no, there's no way. He, su- in this roster, he definitely sucks more than Adam Ernie. So did Toby. Toby Reader wouldn't help. If he had only scored 10 to 12 goals, the yeah. whole but like, would have been okay. We've now watched 18 periods of Adam Ernie playing professional hockey or doing his best to make it look three like or four good shifts. Three or four noticeable shifts, sorry. <laughs> noticeable <laughs> shifts, my bad. Noticeable. My bad. You're telling me Lane Peterson can't do this job and also give you a right shot centerman? No, I'm not telling you that. Thank uh, you. You're last welcome. season, Gaetan Haas had 12 goals and 33 points in 46 games in the Swiss League. This season, 14 games, four goals, nine points. He's and he got married, back. so he's confident. He's back. We've seen a lot of guys That's throw like, up a lot of points in the AHL, and when they came up here, not so hot. So my, we've also Ale- seen a lot of guys not putting any points up in the NHL this year. So mm. my favorite was Alexander Giroux. You remember that guy? Oh, you would okay. do like 130 he points in the, in the AHL. I thought for sure you were going to drop Lander. Me too. Yeah. Well, I, thought you was, Lander. I, I, don't know, I was going to bring up Giroux because I didn't know if you were going to go back far enough. But yeah, no, Giroux was like the best player in the AHL. He got up here and he was like, what hand do I shoot with? <laughs> Future Oilers <laughs> captain, Anton Lander. Who said that? A lot of people. Yeah, more than yeah. one. Yeah. He's he was supposed like to only young player that might develop. No, I remember it was supposed to be his leadership qualities with yep. Sweden and he was the captain at the World Juniors. There was a whole there was a whole storyline going to Anthony yep. Lander. I looked up um Alexandra Giroux. Mm-hmm. Best AHL season. What was it? Uh best AHL season. Grand Rapid Griffins. Oh, 103 points. With Hershey, right? <laughs> Yeah, 50 goals. What year was that? Surrey's year? Uh, that was 2010. And then the next year, he had 32 goals and 78 points from uh, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Was That's when he was a part of us. And what year was that? Uh, 2011. And we was that the him, called him up lockout? for a bit, right? Yeah, he played eight games, no, got one goal, had one assist. He had 48 games played in the NHL, six goals, 12 points. It's 12 goal pace. He could have banged. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't Alexander know. What, I don't even know what this league was he played in. Thetford. No, that might be an English league. Ah. The L N A H. You just made that up. Is that French? Never ever. Just beer league. When the L starts at the when the L's at the beginning, yeah. I usually think it's a French thing. That's right. He played five games. And <laughs> well, you've five. seen it. How happened? Oh my god! Did you see that kid on Twitter? That person on Twitter the other day who was like, "Oh my god, Fanatics jersey suck. Look at this Habs jersey, and it's the L N H in the N H L." <laughs> and the person just got roasted on Twitter. They're like, you're an idiot. Good. They deserve it. <laughs> well, things are not going well, gentlemen. We're uh, Googling Alex Giroux's old results. <laughs> seeing what Gaetan Haas is up to. Checking in on a few old in, ga- in case you were ever unsure if we actually prepped for this podcast. <laughs> I have a whole list of prep that I just don't want to talk about. What do you want to go do next then, Tyler? I will go. Game on Sunday. Connor Brown, oh. no points through seven games. Do we waive him? No. No. <laughs> that came up so many times in the after dark chat last night. So that, and people rip me sometimes when I do this on Twitter. They, you need to be careful of how you manage relationships in the NHL. Of course you do. If you get a reputation of, of being an organization do. that punts guys to the side, you're in trouble. And the rebuttal today in the chat on our live show was Vegas does it. Where would you rather be right now, here or Vegas? Well, like, are you asking me a philosophical question? Just right now, if I could teleport you to Vegas from here in the snow, would you go? 
to Vegas right yeah. now? Yeah. Yes. yes, of course. Yeah, okay, that's why Vegas can do it because everyone wants to be in Vegas. Edmonton can't do that. I go on, I'll go see the big ball thing. I'm very curious about that, actually. Yeah. But like, you need, you can't wave Connor Brown. Also, the guy, like, his agent now runs the team. <laughs> Jeff Jackson's not letting that happen. Oh, yeah. Now, Jeff Jackson signed that deal from the other side. He's well, not letting out. But. Tyler ruined everybody's dreams. Sorry. I had it on my list. I think that's just a, such a ridiculous fine. thing to think. Tyler to say. said I did no prep, but I did. Fire Dustin Schwartz. Good Lord. Yeah. No, win 12 in a row. If they do that, that's the only thing you need to do. Dummies. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Dummies. Thank you. Well, it's funny, isn't it, that we all complain about this new system that they've implemented and all that stuff. I'm not, and if I'm they not. got a new goalie coach, that's another new system. Teach the goalies new different things. Also, so realistically, they would probably get worse. Also, a head coach. Well, here's the problem, Rick. According to Italian Geo today. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. People are like pointing at not an NHL coach. People are pointing at guys that aren't on the ice. Well, I promise you right now, Dave Manson and Woodcroft are not training anybody to cough up the puck in the corner to put it in the front of the fucking net. That is not a fucking thing. I just right now it's guys with skates on their feet need to look in the mirror. And that's the only thing that's going to fix this. Yeah. I don't think that's a drill. They do. My, my thing with, <laughs> they coaching, should maybe, you know, just all set them up in the hall of fame room. Just a big mirror. Sit there for sit 10 minutes. Stare at themselves. It's like timeout. My thing for coaching across any sport is seeing adjustments out of the team coming out of the tunnel, whether it's, whether it's a change in the mentality of that team, whether it's a new spark, that's, that's what I look for for coaching. And I'm just not, but you don't like it though, because what that is, is changing lines. And you've already said you don't like the changing lines. That doesn't have to necessarily be changing lines. It can just be the way that the coach communicates with his team in the locker room. I just don't see it. See, I I, I think, I think communicating needs to be consistent. You can't go off. You can't just go off. Sometimes your, uh, your players need to know who they're dealing with. Right. So I if you're think, a teacher, you're, you're a father, yeah. you need to communicate with, with them essentially the same way all the time. Right. I'm assuming yeah. you give them an iPad and no, let them but, raise themselves. But see, but see at the same <laughs> the time as, as a, as the, as the person that's, that's leading the ship, sometimes you have to be the one that comes in and just tears a strip off of them mm-hmm. and wakes them up to what's going on. And I just, I, I haven't seen a team wake up yet this year, but do you, do you, are you, do you think game. that Woodcroft has not gone in the room and like raise his voice? I know we, I, there's I no chance. Know. We I, I can't no, And that. I agree with you there. Yeah. I agree with you. We don't know that, but yep. do you think yes or no? Do, yeah. Do you think yes or no? I, I think I say no. I think there's no chance he hasn't. Shit. I, I think there's no chance he hasn't fucking, I want to see him. Hal McCray a telephone right now. What it, like, for the old people to know that reference point, it, watching the, the first six games of the season. Have you said, damn, that's the team that I want to see. We haven't well a little bit in Nashville, but that's it. But like, even first, then, first, no, game. I wasn't, ex- I wasn't jacked up after it. I was like, no, you got to like, win the next game in order to me. At least I saw them score. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I just haven't, seen, I haven't seen them come huge. out and be like, oh shit, we're going to lose this game. And we got to try and try. Um, the thing that bothers me the third period Winnipeg would be the only time. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. The thing Fair that enough. bothers me the most is last year. Let's say the Oilers are down by two goals going into the third period. You had a belief yep. that this team, if yep. they get a quick one, they are coming right yeah, back in. Fucking, yeah. Right poked. now, there is none of that. There's none. Zero. None of it. We are talking about a team that's gone through seven third periods with only one goal scored. They're being outscored 10 to one in the third period. Would have been 11 had enough. I can't believe that 
kicking goal got called back last night to be honest i i can like i still and i so i sit there and i watch like his <laughs> foot moved forward yes it did it's, not cross yeah like a baseball swing it would have been considered a check swing yeah. but he still started the kick and he, so i mean i don't i i think it was a pretty easy one call i agree and people were comparing it to the mark stone one in the playoffs in last season i think it was last season is that when he's stopping i think I think I his back foot stopping and is already traveling. Yeah. It was a different play. And I, well, it was also, funny because Louis like, it's not enough of a kick. Well, well no people, one said it has to be a 10 out of a 10 kick. People were comparing it as if it was the call that was made in Edmonton was the wrong call and they wanted the consistency. It's like, well, no, that other call was wrong and yeah. they've got it right yep. tonight or yesterday. Yeah. I thought it was a good goal. I, well, yeah, I, I can see, I, and I can understand that. You should be able to kick it. I just, yeah. Dude, if you skates on the ice, you should be able to kick it. Yeah. Then you should be able to smack a soccer ball with your hand. I just and count the goal. Don't be silly. <laughs> I just think that the piece, the piece with the with the puck is that when the skate is when the skate continues to go past the motion of the puck. Do you know what I mean? Like the puck didn't go through the skate. The skate continued on. That tells me that it was a kick. But you right. can you can actually kick something and stop your foot uh, yeah, touching well, yeah, it right and i, and I think you know what i mean that's personally because that's a redirection at that point if the skate doesn't move forward after that point that's a redirection it's, no because it's, it's still considered a kick right. i can like if i can take i could make like a soccer kick with no follow-through and still be a kick and that's kind of why i thought that goal last night was not going to count i'm going to talk about Anyways, the heritage boring, class a little bit boring coverage here coming up <laughs> on sunday we've got the outdoor game Two teams limping in to the Heritage Classic, both riding four-game losing streaks right now. The good news is someone does have to win, provided a meteor doesn't strike the building during a zero-zero tie. If the Oilers, yeah, I was going to say, don't merciful. test the don't test the universe right now. Somehow, they're neither team is going to win. <laughs> I'm going to watch it coming down. We'd all be there, be so like, yeah. I'm going to watch the meteor coming down. My last tweet will be like, "Fuck! I shouldn't have said that on the podcast." Great, it's going to be plus twenty seven now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play a street hockey game. If the Oilers get blown out by the Flames, I said this before the pod. I'm done. No more. Do you think people back said to it Jersey City? <laughs> yeah, yeah I was going to say, hold on, you got to finish that. I'm out. No more content. I wonder how if someone could throw a jersey on the ice. At Commonwealth. Yeah, I'm going to wrap mine around a boulder and throw it. <laughs> or a media. Yeah. yeah, just as it's coming down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah if, if, they he, can't, if they can't find a way on Sunday, then we might be in some trouble. If the Oilers can't get win. themselves motivated to play in front of 50 plus thousand people against the Calgary Flames in Edmonton, we've got major issues. So I, I, I have to think at this point is there's confidence issues from within without doubt. So, and I I don't like, and I snake bite is, I don't think it's a motivation thing. I know they, they don't come out like banging their head against the boards. Like we want to see sometimes like I want to see that, but I think right now just nobody believes in themselves and I don't know what it's going to like. I mean, we had a relatively easy game against Nashville, right? So that's one that freebie the you know, the slump buster, if you will. And what happened afterwards? So they, I don't know what to expect right now, but if no one believes it, then then damn it, they can believe in them. And if the Calgary's got this, crazy numbers about high sc- high danger scoring percentages Let's shoot from the perimeter we are fucked no that means they're due to start giving some up Ooh, i like that you can spin anything whatever way you the want others to. are due to start scoring third period goals at some point question for you the big milk Go you ahead. mentioned there fifty thousand fans do we think that we're gonna have yes. fifty thousand of us there yes so. yes yeah. Lot in 2003, 60s. it was 57,000 attended that 2003 game. 57. Yeah. And that was before they shrunk things. And they, I think for that one, they had a bleach, a temporary bleacher on the field that they won't have for this one. I don't remember. I feel like that was, they I had, so, so they had, they had, um, 
tents or whatever on the opposite end of the scoreboard, but there's no seats there. That's kind of where like the teams go in. Right. So it did not lose. You did not lose any seats out of that. Um, I don't remember if the, if the, uh, the kids area was, you know, like just the, and the other end zone where we sit as on the, as when we got tickets from school, Are you guys Leah? having fun. I know Leah? this is not right. If you Google search. 2002 Heritage Classic. You do not get anything about the Heritage Classic. Because well, it wasn't in 2002. It was yeah, in 2003. Thought, but it's just a uh, bunch of motorcycles. Motorcycles. Yeah. I thought it was 2002. Uh, that would make 20 years. Got it. <laughs> Even better. Go check From now on, we have to have his computer set up to the television. So when something happens, we can just... Yeah, I, ah, I see what's though. looking like. I thought, you know, you can type stuff in wrong and it would still like show up. Picture. <laughs> yeah. It was nothing. It was also pretty much always the same picture. Uh, I, oh, I, yeah. There was a big bleacher. Yeah. I want everybody to give a quick key to victory for Sunday. What do you um, got, Liam? You're studying the, the 2003 version. Oilers Habs. It was cold as fuck. I wasn't there. It was freezing. I'm still cold. Um, My key to victory would be. Earn it. Adam Ernie? It's not terrible. Ernie it. Oh. <laughs> Ernie it. Tyler, Mike. give me a key to victory. Um, we got to turn this effort, around. Boys. Effort, 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 effort. That's all it is. It's just effort with them. Dan, what do you got? I think it's score first and score lots in the first period. I think come out, beat them in that first period, and then we'll be able to coast and plant that seed of dope. Yeah, if you can get three goals, I think, then you'll yeah. be fine. Two goals, I still think, or we're scared. You got to play on your toes. You got to play for it. You got to be aggressive. If they're not playing aggressive, they're playing passive. We're, we're, I know Calgary's not great, but if they're going to play passive, most teams in the league are going to beat us right now. I'm going to say simplify things. You got to dumb it way down. Yeah. Get bodies in front of the net. Get people in Markstrom's face. Hack away at the garbage. Be Garbage men out there. Embrace the trash goals because they are doing none of that right now and it drives me nuts. You know, I'm called garbage men in England. Bin men. Bin men. You got to be bin men. I like Uh, that. The bin men. Um, Was that a t shirt? Bin men? Mm. Bin boys. The binnies. The binnies? Is that what you'd call it? No. Uh, (laughs) The bin boys. Uh, I had a question. Both these teams obviously struggling right now. They should be right pissed off. Do you think we're going to get like a really spicy beer? I hope so. I would love to. It's hard to tell because it's an outdoor game, yeah. right? But, yeah. but and, and they don't have their one little yep. shit disturber. Oh, yeah. Anderson can't play. Yeah, Anderson's out. Blah, blah, blah. You think elite, he can't play elite. and he's not allowed to play. You think Connor's uh, going to play on something? Yes. He's skating already, so I think so. I brought... Here's my question I had to Frank today, and you didn't really agree with me either, Liam, but... Let's say Connor McDavid's like 90%. I think everyone would agree you don't want to push him and have him get more injured, right? Mm-hmm. What's more valuable? Six minutes of Adam Ernie or having McDavid just for the power play? McDavid like you just dress play. him over Ernie and have him on the bench yep. and be like, power play, go. Yep. Okay, I'm in with that. Yep. I'm fine with that. Do you have Jay's email? Jay-Z? It's probably j at oilers.com. J-W. We got to rest him. Like at this point, I know, I know that, I know that the scoreboard, like it's not good. Nothing's good. And that's bad news for this team moving forward, but we need Connor McDavid healthy and 90% is healthy for a lot of players. I, I've got feelings of Sidney Crosby uh, in his winter class. Completely different. I, of course it is. Of course it is. But, but still you, you've got, you're going to have Calgary flames. that are going to take advantage of that. Now, Rasmus Anderson isn't out there, but there's flames that would be going after Connor for that shit. So they can't I, I keep know. up. 
It depends on what his actual injury is. Okay. So if it's like a, a core injury, then I want extra rest because I remember going back and watching a guy like Martin Havlat who fought um, abdominal core injuries for three, four seasons because it never really got better. So what if that's pull. the issue, then Martin yeah, Havlat, that's a fucking great pull. Thank you. Uh, if that was the issue, then I, that's what I'm afraid of. If it's something outside of that, you try and stop him. What are you going to do? Like you can take his skates away. He's like, fine. I would scratch him. If he's, if I, if the doctors have told me that he's 90%, I'm scratching. Yeah. See 90% you're playing. I just, I, I don't want to risk it outdoors. Outdoors is the, it's going to be like two degrees. Yeah. It's still an X factor for me. No, it's two degrees. It's going to be like a cold arena. There's more more chances of accidents and mistakes happening out there. The, the ice is not going to be great quality. Are you telling me the ice makers are not very good at their job? I say it to their face. Yeah. I think (laughs) that guy was the guy, that guy was from Edmonton to start in Edmonton this year is going to be challenging for them, for them. How so? Because I, I can't imagine that they didn't plan for this. Now, I mean, we've seen it happen in California. We've seen it happen in LA. Those were planned for hot weather. LA's in California. We've seen it happen in Anaheim. You see it all over. You've seen it in Vegas. This guy, you go. This guy he's making my microphone work go off the board. He referenced in the Bakersfield Condor Storm yes, game. The Storm game, yeah. The that rain. Happened. Oh, so in the just, rain. So I, 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 I think that this is going to be a challenging one for them. I don't I don't put it past them. They're obviously very good at what they do. But yeah, I'm not putting Connor out there. Yeah, see, I, I think the ice will be just fine. I think we've seen other ones where it's snow and it's raining and they've dealt with it and it has not been terrible um if you know our weather it's either gonna it's you're gonna see a lot of variations of cold and a little bit of warm um i think they're built for that they'll be fine i think it's gonna be relatively dry nothing like when we went to winnipeg yeah it was sunny as shit we had to stay up there and drink beer forever i remember the sun delay that was yeah you drank the place out of booze yeah but like it was fine yeah it was was, fine look at the pictures it was minus by puck drop though wasn't it and it's probably, probably by a bit on Sunday, yeah. but that's like, what it's going to be on Sunday. Yeah. It's a mi- I have plus one, but like probably by puck drop. What's the low drop. minus two. So. I, yeah. So when perfect. I was looking at the hour by hour, just on Google weather, it actually looked like it's going to get warm by puck drop. Like puck drops like plus one plus two. Ooh, shorts. What did Evander Kane say? Yeah. I saw he was reading the weather. Yeah. Weatherman Kane side quests. <laughs> I hope he, whatever has a couple goals in his forecast score prediction for Sunday's heritage class. Six one away. There's, Four two others. You always steal my answer. I had to go first. Four two others. Let's go. Um, four five Oilers. I don't know. Four five Oilers. That is a weird way to say that. No, do you know what? (laughs) Screw that. Uh oh. Four nothing Oilers. I'm gonna go fluffers from Jacob Markstrom too. (laughs) I'm gonna say five rip oil. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Little positivity. Nation Dan, what you got? Dan. Don't, don't do it. No idea. He wants to do it. My water bottle's all metal, buddy. Oilers <laughs> Nation Radio. I'm going to say Edmonton Oilers 3, Flames 2. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, <laughs> Just please don't be overtired. Are we needs to be stew on Sunday? Yeah, it's going to be stew. I don't like, even know. Even from the point. perspective of like local boy, you give him his heritage classic start, right? He's got the yeah, Grand Fear Pods. I, and they look great. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent, but I hear you. I hear you from a storyline. Yeah, I no, I'm, I'm, good same, I'm in the same spot. I think the goaltenders have been relatively the exact same. Yep. Um, so you give so, your yeah. young franchise goalie the yeah. Heritage Classic. Yeah. Don't do a Canucks. Remember when they sat Luongo? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. They had fake snow. There was indoor. <laughs> I know. It was indoor at BC Place. They had like Q 
cute or like uh, cotton swabs on the side. Look at the snow. <laughs> that Come was, on. That was dumb. Terrible. And Wait, then it was the, that one? Uh, uh, 2011. BC. Just yeah. look up BC Place Outdoor Game. Yeah. Outdoor Game. Outdoor Indoor Game. <laughs> oh, I did. Th- I stopped typing. The dome. It might have been. A, was it a heritage? Because they were in those maroon. Yeah, the those maroon ones. Yeah. But, and they played. Montreal, who, I think. Oh, yeah. No, Ottawa. Oh, weird. Why the hell? That, the Canucks. Yeah, they feel bad for Ottawa. Yeah, Natural rivals, the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> Both teams with historic histories. Sil- silver Senators. histories. Yeah, of course. Cool yeah Ottawa is so. seriously historic. <laughs> Those millionaires jerseys millionaires. were cool as hell. How are the Senators on their third arena since the 90s? The Sens are? Yes. Because they really? started on one, then they went to whatever they're in now, and they want a third one. No, no, it's. Yeah. Oh, they want a third one. Yeah. yeah, are they not working on a third one already? I don't know. Is that just because Canada's like way up? I have no idea. It's ridiculous. I'm pretty sure it's like an hour flats. out of. I think probably. Where they're looking. Yeah. No. It's like driving a red deer for a game, it feels like. That sounds Oof. stupid. You know? Unless you're going for a Red Bulls game. Yeah. Then it makes sense. Going for a third arena to answer your question, though, because Eugene Melnick is dead. <laughs> RIP Jack Max 1283456 I think that's one of our best episodes of the pod that I can remember is when we found that account and we're just reading the tweets. So good. So good. It's been quiet lately. For our friends at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino, races every Friday and Saturday. It's time for Assy Idiots. Maybe it's Friday night. You want a little pick me up? Oilers making you sadsies? And on out to Century Mile Racetrack and Casino couple of shekels on the ponies, down a couple of shekels on the tables, back up for the buffet. You're having yourself a Friday. You completely ignore the fact they have alcohol. You could have a cocktail. Or more. Mm-hmm. A horse-sized beer. Oof, now we're talking. Mm-hmm. They don't call me horse because I run fast. Ask <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. the idiots. Question number one. Cross the room. Nathan Dan, you were sitting all the way across from me. So I'm going to start for you. This I one am. just says, just an Oilers fan on Twitter wants to know, do you take more of a poor me approach or an I'm an idiot for loving this team approach in regards to being an Oilers fan right now? I, yeah, no, I definitely don't take the victim mentality. I like, yeah, I guess I'm an idiot. Uh, if I'm going to do one of those it two answers, idiots after yeah, one. I am an idiot and I'm happy and I'm proud of it. I'll jump in next. I am also an idiot. I don't feel poor me. I make this choice. I love the Oilers. Hold on, hold on, because I, I I feel it like hurt my feelings, but I still love them. Over the long term, I agree with you. <laughs> but if you just jumped on board this year, mm. then it's not really a woe me, but it's like what's wrong with this team? Like I got involved and they're letting me down type of thing. There's a lot of people who said we're going to be a very good team this year. So yeah, over the long run, if you talk about decade of darkness, yeah, I'm an idiot. But this year on a single. I think it's just not really well me, but the team's letting you down right now. Tyler, are you an idiot? Or yeah, is it I'm like with me? I'm, I'm like Dan. I'm really neither of those. I'm usually like a God, this team pisses me off. Mm. Um, so I guess in that case, yeah, I'm an idiot. Liam, you dumb or are you sad? Or are you dumb and sad? Oh, I'm sad. A bit of both. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go with the flow here and I'll say idiot too. Uh, I'm going to say again, second answer, poor me. Um, the Oilers are doing everything they can to hurt my feelings and they're not considering me at all. So woe is me. Rick, you're up next. You are sitting right beside me. This one comes in from Ryan. What is more painful? Talking about the team and hearing from friends during a slump like this or during the decade of darkness? This. <laughs> we became like slump. numb to everything in the decade of darkness. And there was there were a lot of years where there really was no. 
it was pretty stupid of me to have uh, positive thoughts going into it. So this one, yeah, no, it's, it's this right now. Tyler, what's worse, covering the Oilers during a slump like this or doing it during the decade of darkness? Expectations ruin everything. So it's this like this just it sucks. Like you're not going into the game, at least in the decade of darkness. It was like, who's going to play well tonight? Whatever. If they play good, you're kind of like, oh, sweet. That was cool. Maybe we got something to be excited about. This just sucks. It sucks. Because now even when they start winning, it'll be like, good. You're supposed to. I don't even think I'll enjoy it that much. No, no. I, yeah, you're not going to hear too much. Got to be till I get over 500. <laughs> Fuck. It is dark in here today, boys. Liam. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right now sucks. The thing about covering the Oilers during the decade of darkness, and I wrote yeah. hundreds of articles during that time, was like Tyler said, if they won, it was kind of like, yay, that's fun. But we also made a bunch of fun out of how bad they were. Well, this one is just really painful because they're supposed to be good and their start has been so bad. There's we nothing were talking fun. about the fucking draft prospects in October. We That's spoke right. about the draft During today. The decade of darkness. <laughs> I don't know. I just I got to ask like, about the. Draft it was at least November. Come on, we usually got to at least no, Halloween. No, we knew we knew who we were looking at first overall right at the start of the season every year. Like. I don't know. This is this is tough. It's tough, but I feel like a little bit of recency bias might be leaking into this answer just because we know this is going to turn around. It's been two weeks of toughness. The decade of darkness was miserable. 82 game seasons where you knew nothing good was happening afterwards. <laughs> I'm pretty so, sure it was the second Aiken season where the others were out by Halloween. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, well, it's going to be a grind, but away we go. It's so yeah, for me the answer is the decade of darkness was always gonna be more miserable than what we got here. For our friends at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino, Liam, I'm jumping in the middle. All right. If you could choose any player to have a significant career season comparable to Nuge's increase in output last year, who would be your pick? If you could Don, pick anyone. Don Elmas. Oh, great pick. I love that answer. You know what? I'm stealing Liam's answer. That's a great one. That's better than what I would have said. Dan, what do you got? Can you ask the question one more time? Just, Just like if somebody was, you could pick anyone to have like a huge year like Nuge did last year, blow out their career highs in every aspect. Who would it be? Jack Campbell. Because Another answer. great answer. I think you shut down the world and yeah, you got a goalie. Another great answer. Tyler, who you got? That was going to be mine. So instead, I will go with Ryan McLeod. Can you imagine if we had like a 25 goal third line center? Oh, Marchand. Unreal. Who you got, Rick? Well, Dan took my answer again, so I'm going to go with Evander Kane. If we get those, that, one. that one guy who can go over there and snipe goals for us, things would be a little bit he different. Like, yeah, if he pops on like 48. <laughs> just Yeah, just scoring Insane. from the top of the circles. And just to be different, like Dan Darnell Nurse, I really like that answer. I'm going to say Connor Brown, just because, man, people are piling on this guy, and he's been here for two yeah, Poor Connor Brown. Welcome to Edmonton. <laughs> Welcome to Edmonton. He's, he's sitting here, he's like, shit, Arizona offered me 8 mil guaranteed. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Last question for our friends at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. I'm jumping to you, Tyler. Tyler, because you are a candy boy like myself. What is the best and worst Halloween candies? Worst candy corn. Just no hezzy on that for me. That shit is disgusting. Um, the best is needs to be sour. Um, <laughs> no hezzy. No hezzy. Liam picked up on one word from that sentence. And it was uh, not comfortable for him. The look on his face too. Just like, hezzy. 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 Uh, I'd like you to isolate that audio, please. That was good. Anything sour. Sour Patch Kids, Sour Cherry Blasters. Don't care. If it's sour, I want it. Wow. Rick, best and worst Halloween candy. I'm not much of the candy guy, but there's those little um, toffee things and individual wrapped ones. Like the orange wrapper? Yeah, those two. But either the ones you could see through. The they caramels. Were yeah, they were terrible back in the day. But the the candy I liked the most from Halloween was definitely Rockets. Oh, yeah. Really? When I was a kid, yeah. I, 
Chocolate is not candy. Well, it's a candy bar, but I'm going with candy candy and not chocolate. Dan, best and worst. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Uh, worst is going to be, oh, I'm drawing a blank on it now. Holy. Oh, it's uh, Peeps. Peeps found a way to come out of Easter and become a nightmare at Halloween. I saw this in my kids' candy last year. They they have like little pumpkin Peeps. So Peeps, you're the worst. Uh, best for sure, and this is going to date me, but the Simpsons put out candy whistles when I was a kid. And it was like in the shape of a Simpsons character and it was like a lollipop, but you could also use it as a whistle. And I just, I loved it. Oh, okay. So. It was the stick. That's the, I was like, yeah. where are you going? Okay. You, no, I, like remember slide, yeah, I remember the whistle. So I remember the whistle suckers. That's fine. Yeah. Liam, best or worst Halloween candies for our friends at Central Mile Racetrack and Casino. This is a personal decision and not something many people will agree with, but okay, I don't like them. Reese's Pieces. What? Agreed. So, Reese's Pieces are not as good as Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Well, not even so, in the same year. Well, all of them garbage. Yeah, yes. No, yeah. Peanut Butter Cups are dope. You can't, you can't perfect the wheel here, you guys. You know, you ask Reese's Peanut Butter Cups to do better than Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. How can you? can't do it. Sorry, but Liam, back to you. Uh, the best... I'm with Tyler. I like the sour stuff. I like getting a little hyper. <laughs> like warheads kind of? You guys no, warheads? Oh, yeah. No, oh, not. Tyler, big warhead. I want to okay. fuck up my taste buds for a week. That was like okay. <laughs> yeah, like clip I like... It, clip it. <laughs> I like to eat so many sour things that you get that weird, like, roof of your mouth is kind of raw. Yeah. Please get an ISO cam of Tyler's face when I said warhead. Warhead. <laughs> Or just then, like whatever that was. <laughs> I just saw that on the screen. Don't forget, that's always on YouTube. People can go get that. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I ate yeah. cat food. That video is on the internet. If you go to one hour and one minute <laughs> on the YouTube video, you'll see Tyra's face. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up really quick here. Best or worst Halloween candy is candy corn gray pick. Uh, when I was a kid, you used to walk around and then there was like people that would give you like a small bag of pennies. That was terrible. <laughs> Get your fucking raisins out of my bag. What about Tootsie Rolls? I love Tootsie Rolls. Oh, yeah, I didn't like those either. Goated with the sauce. I love with the sauce. You are very your your lingo is all over the map. Goated. What sauce do you put on Tootsie Rolls? You don't. It's just a saying, guys. Oh, goated. Oh, I feel you. 
What the heck? <laughs> uh, that best, doesn't make sense. I'm with the boys. Anything sour, but if I can really nail it down, sino, sour dinosaurs. Come okay. Elite. Those gummy worms Sign are okay. Elite. Somebody needs to bring back so delicious. Oh, Just I forgot about those. Just say not really a Halloween candy, but are you sure they're not still available? I don't think so. I haven't seen it at my local grocery store. <laughs> We're going to bring Kennedy in right now for the Kennedy quotes game. Well, she is. Well, Dan's fetching her for the studio. I will tell you that there is only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones with our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. Oof. What's happening right now? Liam just left. The room. No, he's had enough. He, is- he wasn't that. <laughs> Here she comes, I think. All right. Blind reveal. Wearing a dry settled jersey Blue for his Cross birthday. Travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca for more information. Of course, Alberta Blue Cross is the official provider of travel insurance for all the trips that we do, including the nation vacation down to Seattle in a few weeks. What are you, what are you doing over there? So delicious. was discontinued in the 90s. RIP. Uh, <sighs> just one other thing, too. I just on the Mike Etiquette stuff. Yes. I left the room. That doesn't count <laughs> for the I for also, people listening. Again, hit us up. If you hear any of us with shitty Mike Etiquette, we are going to come up with some punishments for the boys. I've got Kennedy in here for Alberta Blue Cross. We're going to play Kennedy's quotes game. You all know how it goes. My stool was removed. So maybe I'm going to share this mic really awkwardly. Yeah. Love that for us. Okay. Starting off strong. Can you, number one. You got to sit in that bathroom, turn the hot water on, start smashing them red wines and keep yourself hydrated. Oh, that's an easy one. Whoa, whoa. Ooh, or is it a trick question? I think it might be a trick. Okay, so like, yeah, it has to be a trick. Say that one more time. You got to sit in that bathroom, turn the hot water on, start smashing them red wines and keep yourself hydrated. I think there's two people on this podcast who like to be pretty descriptive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Hmm. Was. I think I just number, was. Right. number two, more like cone milk. <laughs> okay. Cone milk? That was, probably, that was a bad joke. So I already I know the, the exact context of that one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay, number three. Well, none of you guys were wanted. All your teams gave up on you. <laughs> Ruthless. Well, that is mean. Ruthless. Could be, yeah. Okay, number four. Mike Smith. Do you think I'm going to go on a tangent for a bit? Do you think he's a little bit unlikable? Okay. Number, number five. It really tickled me. Yeah. That's it. Okay. A nice one. And number six. He takes the Mike Smith against the world. Fuck the haters approach. Oh, he's lined the, up well, I think. I'm he, not feeling very good again. He takes the Mike Smith against the world approach. It was an F bomb in that too, I think. <laughs> Which one of you rascals has been swearing? <laughs> These are all was, aren't they? Was. Okay. I I don't know which one Liam said, but I don't feel I good don't about feel this very one today. Good about any oh, of them except I'm feeling okay. I down letters. Normally I've normally I feel pretty good, but not today. Question number one, Kennedy. Okay. It's you gotta sit in that bathroom, turn the hot water on, start smashing the red wines and keep yourself hydrated. This is the quote. Uh, it's not 0.00 right now. Yeah, that's just a coffee. Here's the key. It's a lot of steam. You got to get sit in that bathroom, Ooh. turn the hot water on, wow. start smashing them red wines, and keep yourself hydrated. <laughs> wow. wow. Unexpected. Unexpected. Dan comes yeah. with baked milk. Game changer. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That was a... That- 
like reading that back, I was like, that's a BM quote. There you go. Oh, that was my, that yeah. like my six and oh. Okay, number two, more like cone milk, BM. I believe this is from when uh, Tyler would be describing a night that we had together in Jasper where I stole a traffic cone. Agreed. Me. I said Tyler. I said Tyler as well. I had BM. Here's the quote. Cone on his head and it says more like cone. Like bag milk with a cone on his head and it says more like cone milk. I was uh, having hash- hashtag fun. Hashtag fun. That's also a good one. Good one liner. Yeah. Okay. Number three. Knew it. Nailed it. Well, none of you guys were wanted. All your teams gave up on you. I went with Rick. I said bagged milk. I said, I said Dan. Dan, but now I'm feeling like this is from the Jasper episode. I feel like it's you actually. So, but I think it's Dan. I feel like it's something I said. Quote. What are you referring to, though? The the team that they created through the expansion draft. Well, like the first the year, for the first year, though, you could sit there and go, well, none of you guys were wanted. All your team gave up on you. <laughs> yeah. Like, come together. Rick. Thank you. Wow. Damn. All right. Wow. Did not expect that. Okay, number four. <laughs> Mike Smith, do you think... I'm going to go on a tangent for a bit. Do you think he's a little bit unlikable? I went with Dan, but I have no idea. I said Rick. I said BM. I've done. This is the most confident I've ever been in an answer. It's me. I know it's me. The old boy. I love it. Here's the thing. And I talked about this yesterday on my podcast too. It's like Mike Smith is, do you think I'm, I'm going to tangent for a second. Do you think wow. he's a little bit unlikable? Just as, Wow, I thought that was me. I like I, how you, I like how you doubled down on like this. I've never been so confident I in my was life. So Before confident. that, you were gonna quit if you got that wrong. I want to. <laughs> I was so confident that Look I thought for, I was the one who initiated. Look out for Zannies. Tyler's coming back. Big win for Kennedy. I love when nobody gets it right. <laughs> I got it all right. Oh, you did. Yes, I got okay. it right. I know, totally I know my people. I'm two for four. Well, <laughs> how about that first one though? <gasps> uh, <laughs> what are we on now? Five. I. Mm, we are on number five. It really tickled me. I said Rick. I said Liam. I said Liam. I said Liam. Oh, I have Liam. It's totally Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Four bucks. Mm. As opposed to what were you paying in the hotel room? 1850 <laughs> American. <laughs> I just laughed. It was really tickled, tickled me. Shout out to. Uh, I don't yeah. think you've ever said anything's tickled me. There's a bad performance by me. 18 bucks on nation vacation for a water I never drank. Liam is a little tickle monster, though, you know? <laughs> don't <laughs> keep those fingers away. <laughs> Remember that one for uh, next summer's quote game? Keep those fingers away. Some of these are from 2022, which is really funny. There you go. Oh, go back. Went way back. Okay, last one, number six. He takes the Mike Smith against the world, fuck the haters approach. I just guessed me. I said it was me. I said Liam. I said BM. I have Dan. That's wrong. Here's the audio. He lives by the sword and he dies by the sword. He takes the Mike Smith against the world. Fuck the haters approach. Yep. Whereas me. I got one right. Two. I also got one right. One. I got three. I got three. All right. (laughs) Big day. Finally. That's right. Everything's coming up. Bag milk and Liam. Any, anyone you'd like to wish a happy birthday to, Kennedy? Uh, happy birthday, Leandre Saito. There you go. He's happy a big birthday. fan, so. When is Tobias Reader's birthday, Kennedy? Never. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> is happy National Leon Day. He can celebrate his birthday with yeah, scores. Thanks, Kennedy. Thanks, Kennedy. Bye, Kennedy. Rocking the Germany.
dry saddle jersey too and it's signed personally signed to her we found out from a visitor here at nation hq too that that's not allowed to be worn by general citizens of germany because they have it has the eagle on it and general uh citizens are not allowed to have that hold on you're wearing that thing you're walking down the street in Bayern. you're gonna get arrested it's it's bad news i don't know exactly what happens i'll have to find out i get off the train yeah just enjoyed my fondue and i've got my german dry saddle jersey on and you are right arrested (laughs) straight to jail straight to jail (laughs) all right i like that one that's hilarious well let's wrap up the podcast gentlemen it's time to finish it off with some hot and cold performance for our friends at greta I want to mention that on Sunday, pre and post, we're going to have buses to Commonwealth. We've got a very limited number of seats, so get there early if you want to jump on the bus. Pre and post game from Greta will be down there. The boys will be recording the pregame show and after dark from Greta as well. Come check it out on Sunday. We will be down there. Should be a great evening, great event. Hopefully, we'll be celebrating a win. And if we We are, which we will be, Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and get my dad hammered. Hell yeah. I'm going to see if he'll play some vids with me. Yep. Instead of being like, no, (laughs) I don't want to do that. I challenge us to a dad drink off. Who can get their dad the drunkest at Heritage Classic? I'm into that. Why is this? Just turn it down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I fixed it. No, I didn't. Just unplug it. One and two. One and two. There you go. Now we're good. They're all down. (laughs) But now I'm not going to be able to hear the sound effects. Which one I got to turn out? One. (laughs) And one. All right. This one? Yeah. Let me just do a little quick. Ding dong. All right. We're going to test it. We're good. For our friends at Greta, we're going to start off with our veggies. Sorry? You pressed Mm. ding dong before and it worked. Yeah, I don't know what's going on right now, actually. Yeah. Oh, well. Life is getting in the way. Well, no one told me life is going to be this way. Dan, let's start off with our veggies. (laughs) (laughs) You thought you fucking laughed too hard at that. (laughs) All right. For our friends at Greta, you're a cold performer of the week. Uh... Man, like just it's it's just gonna go for last night's game. I I did not enjoy being transported back to the decade of darkness. I really felt like I was watching that team again for a few few flourishes last night. So last night's performance is gonna get my cold performer of the week. They are just fucking ass right now. Correct. Dan from the past. <laughs> Liam, you're up next. You're a Greta Cold Performer of the Week. I had a paranormal experience last night. Oh no. <laughs> Tyler doesn't believe me, but it is true. So last night I am um, asleep in the basement and upstairs, I came upstairs to the kitchen area to get a, a drink. It's like two o'clock in the morning. And the, so in this, in the house I live in, the upstairs is very open. It's kind of like a bridge and it's like very open. So you can hear everything that goes on upstairs. And I'm in the living room, in the kitchen, living room, whatever. And all of a sudden it's just, just like, like something like turns on and it, it's like a, well, it was a hairdryer that turned on. You think? I know it was. <laughs> and even the dog locked upstairs to be like, what was that? So naturally I ran downstairs to bed and tucked in. Of course. Monsters. <laughs> Woke up in the morning and found out and I went upstairs <laughs> and the hairdryer was plugged into the outlet in the bathroom. The door was open. And I tested the sound and it was the same sound. It turned on and it turned off on its own. There you go. Cold form of the week. <laughs> Boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> Tyler, you're up next. You're yes, a Pooley RV's Ice Spice costume. That is terrible. I know. I don't need to see that. Burr, burr, burr. I don't like the normal Ice Spice. Never mind. Burr. Six foot four Finnish male Ice Spice. Burr, burr. <laughs> yeah, Rick, you're up next. Cold form of the week. 
It's the NHL. This goes back to our damn playoffs last year. What happened to Darnell Nurse? Oh, this is so bad. What happened to him? He got a penalty. He got. A, he started a fight in the last couple of minutes and got a oh, yeah. and got a one gamer. Right at me and saying what happened to him, and I'm like, <laughs> and what know. happened two nights ago? Brady Kachuk does the exact same damn thing, and they rescind his fucking penalty. Yeah. His game suspension. It's stupid. I'm with you. Yeah. And with the you. regular season, the beginning of the regular season. Like, what the fuck, dude? It's ridiculous. I'm upset. No. To be fair to the NHL, it was the correct call to rescind this instigator. But it would have been the it correct call. The correct call to rescind Darnell. There's literally sure, one just time consistency. they rescinded it, yes. and it was for a playoff game after the fucking twelve to six chop from Alex or exactly. yeah Petrangelo or whatever the yeah. fuck that was. Terrible. The instigator was designed to stop people from getting jumped, <laughs> not from people cowardly NHL. That's not what it was made for. That that one specifically. Now I'm just getting angry again because yeah. it was right in front of me. I was at that game. That was two guys. Willing combatants going to chuck them. Yep. Getting no jumped problem. means like you you got like you had no other option than to fight back because the guy beat the shit out of you. That's what an instigator is. I want a Not- camera and a microphone in front of the face of the guy who makes this decision. And I want to see him say, give me an answer as to why. Give us other, all an answer as to why. Other leagues have what's called the aggressor penalty, which is a thing that is separate from the instigator. It's an actual thing where the guy just won't fucking stop and the referees can give him the aggressor penalty. But NHL, stupid. Nope. Let's wrap up the podcast with some positives here, boys. Let's flip it around. What was yours? Into the, oh, what was mine? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. How about this? Said I said it a bunch of times already today. Seven games played, mm. one third period goal. I can't believe it! Why are you the way that you are? I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Now we can wrap it up with some positives. We're going to reverse the order. Rick, you're up first. Your hot performer of the week. Nothing, but I'm looking forward to Sunday. <laughs> I didn't even have time to get my buttons on. <laughs> uh, Scrambling now. I like this right here. Tyler, you're up next. You're Probably up. taking right someone up. else's. But uh, Chris Faber, our now former, soon to be former teammate, is uh, leaving Canucks Army because he got a job with the Vancouver Canucks. Really cool opportunity. Really enjoyed working with our pal Chris Faber over the years, and I wish him all the best. That's what happens when you do not avoid the grind. Sometimes you get hired by an NHL team. He's a hot guy. I'm sorry. He's learning Swedish. Who is Chris Favor? So he can talk to the Vancouver prospects. All like Swedish prospects. Well, Edmonton Oilers, I'm learning German. So there you go. I am oh, learning not to cry learning. at night after I watch these teams. Liam, you're up next. You're Greta Hop from Um I had a great pizza last night from DoorDash that I ordered through DoorDash. The big guy is smoking hot. Pizza. Toppings. Uh, is actually a build your own. That's fine. What would so you build it with? Go with the ga- extra garlic sauce. Okay, white sauce, good. Extra cheese. Sure. Um, Italian sausage, mm-hmm. pepperoni. I dig it. Nation Dan, your Greta hop from the week. We already mentioned it earlier this week, but uh, it's going to go out to the individual that, with the simple act of including a little piece of tape on his stick, broke the league's ban of pride tape. So it's going to go to Travis Dermott. For, uh, you know, doing the right thing and getting pride tape back on sticks. He's a hot guy. There we go. Tyler mentioned this. I don't remember what show you said it on. But how many people just piling on Travis? Dermott? I think like, that was on our show yeah, on Tuesday. Like, we already shots. covered it. I yeah, just did. Yeah. Unreal. Anyway. Good for Travis Dermott. I mean, he's a dog shit hockey player. I can't believe his contract. Listing the fact yeah. that he's on a two-way contract. He's how much money he makes. Yeah. My hot form of the week to wrap this up is... I hate to say this because it is negative, but 
I needed to create my own fun during last night's game. I brought back the here come the Oilers hashtags and it was so much fun seeing all the gifts of people falling downstairs again. It took me back to the decade of darkness, but the fun we used to have got to look for silver linings, people. And if we can't have fun watching the team on the ice, we might as well create our own fun off the ice. Woo! Friday, baby. Yeah, let's celebrate Friday. Woo! <laughs> you just want to give him a little tickle over there. Yeah. We've been vibing recently. That's we're how we're going to wrap it up. Oilers Nation Radio, Heritage Classic coming up on Sunday. We'll have a full breakdown of it on Tuesday on this podcast. We'll do the same on Real Life on Monday. Till then. Have a great weekend, everybody. Be safe. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.